What's up, everyone? It's Gavin or Tweak. What up, what up? It's Charles or Chuck. What's going on, everyone? You got Matt or Haz bringing it in today. No pink fresh again. We miss you, Marcus, obviously. We know you know schedule's a little tighter these days. It is what it is. The show must go on. Uh, so it's going to be the three of us today. And before we get into how any of us are, we got to do the most important thing. I'm going to toss it to Chuck. Chill it up, Chuck. Come on. Tell the people of course, what's good. Of course. If you guys are enjoying the content, make sure to like comment and subscribe if you guys have any suggestions for some of our bonus episodes on patreon make sure to leave the comments here below and on spotify i actually forgot to say this but if you are listening on spotify make sure to rate the podcast it helps us a lot and with other things coming up here we got watch the throne of course uh tweak talks is heavily involved which with watch the throne which is going to be a smash bros invitational so i'm really excited about that make sure to get more information on that you can check watch the throne out on twitter at wtt events and yeah right here's the trailer so i'm really excited just off the top of my head the invited players are spargo akola mk leo tweak light gluttony bloom forever and proto banham i'm really excited to see bloom compete against all of these different players and then we also have quali four qualifiers and four voting spots and for the qualifying events it's going to be at port priority eight we got one stop one spot there two spots at smash con coming up really really soon and one spot at let's make moves miami so yeah really really stacked event i'm really excited for this event killer killer lineup and you guys might recognize some uh familiar voting processes and and similar things uh sweet merchandise all that good stuff should be coming and, and like we said it's it's by you know being run by and being supported by a lot of people that we know personally in the community and that have been around for a long time so it really is for the people by the people i think is like one of our go-to's um when we talk about the event so yeah i'm can't say i'm looking forward to that event more uh it, it's gonna be amazing yeah, yeah, but speaking of good events, speaking of track, you guys were at Smash Factor. Uh, very much had a ton of FOMO uh, about that tournament. It obviously, had it on all weekend and stuff. But what you guys think? I mean, I was getting texts from both of you that you're having an amazing time uh, in Mexico, uh, aside from the tournament and at the venue, which also looked exceptional. So, why don't you guys break it down? Yeah, um, I got there a day early. Charles got there on Thursday, but. Um, B and I got there a day early just because we've never been before and we wanted to like make a more vacation type of thing out of it. But it's definitely the best food I've ever had. <laughs> like that food was amazing. I'm sure Charles will say at least something similar. Uh, like Mexican food was crazy. Like what specifically? Like what type of food? I've just never had like cheese like that. <laughs> the cheese was so amazing. Apparently that's tr like just like. I forget what it was called, but it was like specific to like, like, like that somewhere in Mexico, you know what I mean? But like, just like some, like some tacos with some steak and some cheese and some onions and some cilantro. And like, I think it was just, the food was crazy. Uh, I tried horchata for the first time, which is really good. Uh, like it, and like i don't know everyone was so super nice like thank you to city and like the mexican smash community like for treating us well even outside of the event the hotel was really nice um yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna let charles talk a little bit before i start keep talking about how great it was <laughs> yeah it was it was my first time in mexico i believe it was also uh gavin's first time as well yeah, yeah. gavin and b's first time so it was really sick to see the culture of mexico the mexican smash scene was so 
nice. It, it reminds me of the Hawaii smash scene. So uh, that says a lot for me. And man, the food was just so delicious. I mean, we tried all different kinds of like porks and beefs. Um, I tried a little bit of the chicken, but I, I, you know, red meat is usually just tastes better. So, and it's, it's crazy because at first I tried tacos. I was like, Oh my goodness, the tacos were so good. And then I kind of branched out to try other things, but nothing beat the tacos. Cause I was just like, Oh, tacos is like the basic thing. Right. So yeah. it shouldn't be the best tasting thing, but it was the best tasting thing. You could, you could say basic or fundamental, right? Like that's like the key, it's you know, I mean, I mean, yeah, it is Fundy's, Fundy's <laughs> food for sure. I mean, tortilla, meat, veggies. Part. You said that, which was like very eye-opening for me. You yeah. said like the simplicity of it is like possibly the best part. Exactly. Sometimes something is just the best for a reason. You know what yeah. I mean? We're so popular for, for a reason. So yeah. yeah, love to hear it, man. Uh, uh, yeah, B, had took, oh, good. B had some coffee and so did uh, Max and I like – I'm not a coffee person. I've taken like a couple sips in my life and they're like, oh, just take a sip. It doesn't even taste like coffee. And it actually did it. It tasted super good. Yeah, the coffee like, was fantastic. And I'm not even a coffee person. Like, I did Everything I had was good. Even the stuff I don't even usually take part in. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, and City just took such great care of us. Yeah. Uh, essentially got us transportation to and from the airport. The hotel was beautiful. It was right across from the venue. We're at the Pepsi Center. So this yeah. is the first Smash Factor that is in that was in Mexico City. So very fancy area and very the, the Pepsi Center was so nice. The even the commentary, like we're up three stories high or something like that. And there's like the overview. The viewing experience is really cool. Yeah, you could see the screen behind us um, while commentating. And then even the spectating. So they had like a really big screen in the back. And there were so many different streams, but there wasn't a quad stream. But when you're watching, like spectating in person, they were showing like maybe five different streams. So it almost felt like it was IRL quad streaming, which was really sick. And yeah, there was a ton of space. Everyone was into it. It was such a fun event, man. And the production value was insane. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just only good things to say about this event, honestly. And I can't wait for Smash Factor 11. That's yeah. something I've heard, too, is that the uh, – and we've, we've said this about EU a bunch in, in Canada as well. Like, the crowds just go stupid. Like, they're so passionate, you know. And, and not to say, like, the U.S. scene, you know, not, we aren't. But I feel like we've had so many majors. We've had so many things before. And not that, you know, this is Smash Factor 10. This isn't their first rodeo or whatever. But I love hearing how passionate these scenes get, man, and how hyped up they get for their players. So I love to hear it. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I like, uh, I took so many pictures and I signed so many things and like everyone was very nice and respectful and it was, it was just a, like a great, like first experience. I even, uh, bought a controller from a booth and meeting all of the, uh, those people was really cool. Yeah. It was actually cause, uh, I'm, I'm sure y'all know that I really prefer the Japanese white controllers, uh, and there was like one. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, they're so. There, there was a long, the long cord, though, right? That's what you want. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's part of it. It's also just like a mental thing for me. I think like yeah. it's just my preference. But I got one. Like, and then they brought out a couple more, and it's like, oh, try them all out, see which one you like, and like I, like they were just really nice and just, um, I, I had a great time. Like even like just like saying hi to everyone on Friday. I wasn't even playing really until Saturday and stuff like that. Um. And yeah, the, the quality of everything was so nice. And I feel like um, like the venue was so big too. I, I felt like my 
personal space was like respected really well, despite how everyone was like super happy to see me at the same time, which was so cool. Um, like even when I'm playing like in my pools, like, um, you know, I'm not like on a big stage and there's a bunch of room. It still felt, felt like they were excited, but like respectful and like, uh, it felt like I could, you know, I could breathe and all that stuff. It, it felt like, a like just a good balance of everything you would want out of competition, I think. Yeah, it was, it was great. Right when we walked in, O-Line started forming to take pictures with Gavin. Oh, yeah. Someone came over with lighting and started holding <laughs> the lighting there. It was, I was like, what is this? It, was, it was great, though. It was great. Uh, it's cool. The, the Mexican smashing was just so nice to us. And yeah. even just uh, telling us where to eat and all that other stuff, there, there was like so many specific spots. There, there's this one Argentina or Ar- Argentina taco place that we went to like twice that was really, really good. And they had like ribeye tacos and stuff like that. And they would like fry the cheese into it. It was amazing. Like all the different types of food we got to try, all the different types of tacos. And even the event itself, I mean, this is the first time that Smash Factor had this much global talent. So the most stacked Smash Factor by far. And also a start to a new season as well. So that's one thing that kept coming up that I was occasionally forgetting about just because ranks rankings have been like a little chaotic i think so that was cool too like such a cool event to start off something like that um yeah we were at like a like a steakhouse one night and it was like a big table and like there's always like this kind of moment it kind of reminded me of when we were in hawaii charles when i was like wow like like there's people from america and europe and like you know what i mean and uh it was the same type of thing i was like sitting next to someone from from france i'm sitting next to my girlfriend someone across from me is from japan like you know city's taking care of all of us at the same time like like it's just crazy that smash does does things uh like that yeah Um, and that that's that's like clearly the best part about all of it for me is like like what the heck is going on like there's like a million languages sitting here at one table for for smash brothers so yeah, it'll be like that at China and be like, hey, there's someone from the East Coast of the United States. Hey, there's someone else from the East Coast of the United States. <laughs> hey, look, there's someone else from the East Coast of the United States. And then Charles will be there. So there's someone from the West Coast. Go. That'll be awesome. So <laughs> yeah, see the go. different states has. Oh, wow. Look, <laughs> someone from Jersey, someone from New York. <laughs> yeah, our, our bar is like so much higher now that we've done so many things. I know. I know. But um, and oh, speaking of that, I mean, the results were pretty crazy from top to bottom. Uh, in terms of the international talent too, you had players like like T didn't get top eight, which is insane insane to me because we we were talking about it before we went live. Gluto could do anything, man. Gluto could, he could just do it all. Like I, I yeah. have so much faith in that guy, and I know obviously you guys do as well. Mario Pacman was not easy. No. I think that's why he was so happy about the W because um i think he lost last time so oh i mean that was the first time he's ever beaten he'd never yeah, yeah he'd never beaten him before it's insane yes. we're still seeing I, history I didn't, I didn't being know made. how many times he had played t so. mm, right. i can look it up but we're still the point is we're still seeing history being made by players who have been playing since the beginning which is just crazy to say like and it's not like this is the first time playing t t goes to france or goes to eu like a pretty decent amount too so i'm pretty sure they have a couple sets i'll look it up though while you guys keep talking yeah um it's funny because for for my run personally um i played up to something on on saturday like top 64 i think and i played like a few best of threes and a best of five 
And the next day on Sunday, I played a round, then I lost to Siski, then I won a round, I think. Or, yeah, or I, won, I, I won two rounds. I'm not getting too specific into my run. Maybe I will in a bit. Uh, but I mainly wanted to say was, I actually thought I was in top eight for like a few hours. Uh, <laughs> like I forgot that I still had to play one. And then like when I had to play Gluto, I, was, I thought it was top eight for a second. I was like, oh, this is this is for top eight. <laughs> like it was so crazy. I was like, damn, this tournament is pretty crazy. Um, that was funny. Uh, but yeah, it what sucked for my experience was like, I was like, I swear I jinxed myself, and I'm still not sure if this was like a a Crohn's disease moment or if I like I just got got sick from the food. But I was so ecstatic about how I was feeling, and then on Saturday Sunday it got it got tough. And I was like, there's just no way that it's Saturday, Sunday. But I still think there was moments where I, I played pretty good. And I still had such a good time. Like the tournament was just so such high quality that it's like, to me, the feeling was like, there's nothing that can like stop this from being a good weekend. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I, I was, I thought Gluto did well versus Pac-Man. I thought Gluto did well versus me, of course. I thought Gluto did pretty well versus Sonics because... If anyone knows anything about that matchup, it is not very good things from Wario's perspective. So, I think it's his worst matchup, and he made it look competitive. Yeah. That yeah. is crazy to me. I think Steve yeah. is really bad too. Oh, Steve might be. Worse. I'm I'm used to saying Sonic because Sonic's been around for so long. It, it probably still is, but um, Steve is yeah. really bad too. Like I know Steve is hard for a lot of people, but it, it is actually especially bad for Wario. Um, but yeah. Gluto has made a lot of things work, and we've had so many interesting co- conversations about stuff like that. Um, yeah. So that set before, also took forever. <laughs> yeah, that's the way he's going to do it, and that's what he tried yeah. to do against Sonics the last two times, at Genesis at least, too. Like, he's like, if we're going to, I'm going to go to war with Wario, I'm going to actually just go to war. Like, it is what it yeah. is. Like, he has no gonna, choice. He, he's not yep. fast enough or like enough range or anything like that or projectiles. So, yeah. Um, and there's, there's set history, by the way. He was. Gluto is 0-5 against T. Wow. Their their first two sets being played in 2019 and 2020, it was a a 3-0 in the favor of T. And then it was three game fives in a row that Gluto lost. 2-3. Dude, I know. So it's like, not only, it's like, all right, first he's just getting destroyed. And then it's like, wow, I'm so close every single time. And you saw how slow the matchup is. So when you commit like that and then you lose and you do it three times in a row, I know. I, I definitely know. Ludo doesn't tweet like a ton, so I knew when he started tweeting about it, he was super pumped, and he must have really <laughs> been working towards that. So you know, I'm, what's, I'm happy for him. Um, tough about it too, and I, I think T went Pac-Man the whole time, right? Uh, yes. I, no, I, he went Kazuya one game. Yeah, I, was right? say, he, I heard there like, was a game of Kazuya. I think he three stocked him. Yeah, oh. he destroyed the Kazuya. I heard and it was bad. He has had a really hard time versus Kazuya in the past as Wario. So that's really cool too. But it's also a really tough role to run into someone like T because Pac-Man is hard and then Kazuya is also hard in two very different ways. Um, and then like his reward for that was like Sonics or something like that, right? So like it's just tough. Um, but we literally – something we talk about all the time is like Gluto can do it. And like that's just like the biggest compliment you can give to I think a player is like, hey – I believe in you to do anything in the world with this character, regardless of the situation like that, that's fucking awesome. And it's a character I have a lot of experience with like watching, playing, I have experience playing Gluto and he's just, he's just my favorite player. Um, I've said that a million times, but 
I wish I could have given him a better set, but I was just like, all right, I hope he, I hope he wins after this. Cause I did not feel like he, I was going to make it past him, but um, yeah, Spargo ended up winning the tournament. Uh, shocker, right? I'm sure, I'm sure y'all don't know who Spargo is, but let me break it down for you. Yeah. Uh, in, in my opinion, the current best player in the world, I know that's a yeah, pretty yeah. spicy topic right now. Um, we'll see when the rankings come he's in. A, he's a, he at least deserves to, to be considered in that. At uh, worst, two. At yeah, worst. exactly. At he has worst. to be in the conversation for anyone that is experienced playing, watching, whatever. I I was gonna say you're saying no, like oh, ba- like sarcastically, big surprise, Spargo won. But I mean, to be honest with you, not that I'm surprised he won, but damn, this was a competitive, competitive oh, top yeah, eight, sure. and he only dropped a set to Sonics, who got second, and Sonics only lost to Spargo. And one thing I was seeing, kind of the ripple effect of the last couple weekends, is Sonics. A lot of people are considering him being in that top echelon tier of competitor. Like he's always kind of been on the line. I think people had him at because. I don't know. He was he a little inconsistent. Yeah. But now that he's winning events and almost almost exclusively winning or getting second, he's doing so well recently. There's only a couple people that that gives you vibes of. And it's yep. the people he usually loses to if he does lose. You know, it's like, you know, it's like Spargo, Leo, Sonics. Like, it, it, and I think one of the things that I always think about the most is like, who are the players that you expect? to have to go through the most if you want to win a big bracket and like sonics is 100 percent a name that comes up if not like the name that comes up so yeah like they're just amazing uh spargo and sonics and the beautiful thing about it is like we all know that they've like played against each other a hundred times on wi-fi they're always like working hard to improve they're playing in online tournaments like you know, it feels like it's good karma built up because you're dealing with Smash Ultimates online. <laughs> and it's like, look how much stronger it has made you as a competitor and player in Smash. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's so cool that they end up having to, like, duke it out for the 1,000th time. And, like, this time it's not, like, a Wi-Fi tournament. Like, this time it's the real deal. And it's like, you know, you can say what you want about Smash's online, but, like, they really stuck through it and it, and it's definitely a, a, a big factor to their strength as players. So shout out to Wi-Fi, man. I've been playing Wi-Fi for a long time too, and I definitely don't regret it. Uh, experience is experience, bro. Oh, yeah. And it, it helps a ton. And these two have just been just standing above the rest. I mean, first and second plays alternating with each other back-to-back tournaments. So, I mean, the consistency is there. I, I feel like Sonic's, it has... Of all the players, I feel like Sonics has one of the best shots at beating Spargo in bracket, and mm-hmm. he's shown it. And I, I think, and me and uh, me and Tweep were talking about this at the tournament, just how strong we think Sonic as a character is off stage. Kind of just more pushing so that probably the strongest character at Edge Guarding. I, I don't think there's other characters that have the versatility that Sonic has, alongside of just very hard hitting aerials like back air off stage. There's so many times where Sonics will just bait like he's going low, spring up, react to your double jump or some kind of resource, hit you with the back air at 80, and you're off stage and your your stock just gets obliterated. Yeah, and, I mean, Spar- both of Spargo's characters don't have the greatest recoveries. So it, Spargo did a cr- incredible job of just like prioritizing center stage, 
being able to recover in those tough spots and really reading where Sonics was going to go with the spin dash, with the spin charge and kind of going to that aerial uh, or going to that area with aerials like Mithranir and stuff like that. It, it reminded me of how uh, Leo played against Sonics at Wave Dash with uh, Korin. So a character with way less mobility than a character like Mithra, but kind of predicting where the spin move is going to go and kind of cover yourself with a hitbox to protect yourself from it, right? Yeah. Yeah, and we've talked about Spring before where it's so good because not only is it a great positioning tool with when you up B, but it puts out a hitbox below you. I, I think we've talked about it a couple times, Charles, but I think we're just seeing it more and more. Like, it's becoming more formulaic. It's becoming more solved in a way, the way that Sonic's edge guards. It's just so clean. It's so consistent. So love seeing what he does with his gameplay, man. Like we said, he is now hitting that consistent stride that we all knew he could do, and he's really just staying there. Like, he's he's here. The matchup's impossible. All the memes that come out about him are also <laughs> amazing, by the way. I love that. Uh, Sonic's in general is a competitor and a human. He rules. Yeah, people are huge fans of the, of those. They're hilarious, to be fair. I, they're like, they're so funny, good. of course, but I also find it funny how much people like them, too. I don't know how to ex- else to explain it, but yeah. it like, makes it even better. Camp up. Yep. <laughs> Shuton had an incredible yeah. run. And like towards the end of the run, we just saw more and more Olimar. I don't know if that's shout-outs to Pikmin 4 or what. But... Shout-outs to Olimar, dude. <laughs> no, not shout Okay, shouts to Olimar. I want to say something specific because I love Pikmin. I actually am not done with Pikmin 4, but I did beat the main story while I was traveling. As a Nintendo character, like Olimar might be the biggest Chad to ever exist. Like, Olimar rules. In Nintendo, out of the Nintendo characters or out of like video game characters? Like Captain Falcon's right there. What the heck? Almar's a way bigger Chad than Captain Falcon, bro. <laughs> you don't get it. You just don't get it. We can move on. If but you Falcon want. Punch. Yeah, duh. <laughs> what's Olimar's? What's his signature move? Oh, right. Nothing. Pulling Pikmin. Yeah. Well, his his jab and his F-Till are actual things you can do in Pikmin. His F-Till's the punch, right? Yeah. In Pikmin, <laughs> he has like a 1, 2, 3, and they just made his jab the 1, 2, and his F-Tilt the 3, which is Genius. Funny. Yeah. Uh, all right, we can move on. But yeah, I, I just all more rules. I'm shout not out to I'm not a yeah, pick all you know? No, you're not. Uh, all shout more, out to... more does really well versus uh, Cloud guys. I'm just gonna play all more versus Cloud. Really? Uh, no. Shout out. Yeah, Mario won the tournament. There's my new counter pick. I was gonna say cool Nintendo characters, but uh, this is maybe controversial. But May May the Yoshi top eight. Love to see it, especially because. My first thought with that is so many people have been riding the Yoshi train since uh, Yoshi Dora has been doing well. And I needed to see a little more top level representation of that character before I co-signed any of that. You know, like I wasn't sure if it was just Yoshi Dora player diff, combination of the character also being underrated. And I I think it's pretty safe to say that too. A lot of great W's uh, for Mei Mei as well, beating Meister to make it into the top eight. So Love seeing kind of the vanilla characters make it in the top eight. I think we've talked about that quite a bit over the last couple shows where it's nice seeing like a, a little bit of a break from Fighter Pass 2 uh, when we can. So good stuff. Yeah, yeah and even uh, Gluto going all the way to fourth place. I mean, Shuton hit him with the reverse 3-0. I thought Gluto had that set in the bag. Maybe just ran out of gas or something, but Shuton was playing phenomenal. Oh, was it really a reverse 3-0? It says 3-1 on Star GG. I'm pretty sure it was a reverse through. I, I oh, could okay. be wrong, but I, say, I remember. It does say Gluto at least won the first game. So mm, okay. there you go. But uh, and it, it just sucks for Gluto because after Shuton, he would have had to fight Sonics, which is like yeah, 
that was wrong. It, maybe maybe like it was a, oh, it was three one or something. Right? It was like, it was three one. My bad, my bad. Okay, the first game was just so dominant that for some reason I thought it was yeah two zero. But he got he got two games for it. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> got two. He so. got rewarded. Yeah, so it was three. Uh, not a reverse three zero, but still, it was. Man, it's such a tough draw for Gluto because I just I just feel like there's a couple more matchups he's got to figure out, and then Gluto can get that W. You know what I mean? Because he's yeah. he's getting closer and closer, and even the the set with Gluto and Leo was fantastic. Leo in general had a, a bunch of great sets throughout the weekend, and we saw kind of like the return of the Joker as well, which was really really fun to watch. And yeah. I don't know, it, like this tournament, it felt like Leo was giving it his all. And I feel like for most tournaments, he's giving it his all. But I, I like gen, tournaments like Genesis and Smash Factor, I think Leo put, has a little bit more pride. I'm not 100% sure. I'm kind of just assuming. But yeah, yeah, uh, it, it was it cool to sense. see the Joker. He's at least kind of said similar things about this kind of thing. But mm-hmm. um, I, I did want to mention that there's a couple players that were because we've had a lot of tournaments recently, like pretty big tournaments. Um. Players like Spargo and Sonics and stuff like that have been like very in the mix. Uh, Zamba, of course, which, uh, but Gluto hasn't been to any of these tournaments, I think, in a bit. So I think adding Gluto to the mix was really cool and he got a really high placing. Shuton wasn't able to attend Gommel, stuff like that. So it was like a lot of the players that have been doing really well recently. And then we added some of the other players that have been dominant before in the mix, which I think is awesome. Um, and I think it, it definitely added like some cool, uh, extra variables, even though the outcome ended up being something um, similar, I guess, to what we've seen lately. But like the how we got there was a, a very different and exciting. But yeah, this yeah. tournament was very global. Like it's just very global. Like some of the best from like you know a lot of places on the planet. So for sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So he's getting um, like fifth with Samus. Like yeah, that, Samus. Yeah. Was- so Samus has been such like a a story. Yeah, has is smiling. He he he's taking the credit for this. Great tournament character, right? Samus. Yeah. True. Yeah, we don't, see, we don't see Link in the top sixteen. So yeah, true. Nope. I had too <laughs> much faith in the too much faith in the general community skill level. I guess we need to you know dumb Link. it down for everyone. Let, let's hey. let's let's take it down a couple. There was some very good Link gameplay at Smash Factor. There was there was I saw that. Yeah, that was, was Bernie, right? Bernie. There have been smaller Link Ws recently. Uh, it was a top 32 winner side at Gommel. There was Link. And then there was also the winner of, what is it, the Metafy contest that Hbox and Phil were judging. The, a Link won with like his task bomb combo into an edge guard. I don't know if you saw that. So, so Link, you know, different ooh, types okay. of Ws for that character. Yeah, our, our argument is just like eternally like going on like within yeah. the game. It's never going to end, yeah. <laughs> um I was going to say, yeah, I mean, Siski is so good. Kamehameha 2 in the top eight, but like, well, you know, like even top 25, you know, like Sky J got 13th, Mutace got 17th, Shattuck had a good run 17th as well. It's yeah. just like these tournaments, it feels like you take people in this 17th, Andres got 17th, my guy, uh, 17th through 25th, you could see any of these players creeping into a top eight and continuing a run. You know you what I mean? Like, I mean, if yeah. you like switch around some of the matchups or like, you know what I mean? Like, that is an interesting thing because I do want to see Sonics playing against. He didn't have to fight Leo this tournament, and not that obviously he can he can beat Leo, but Leo has proven to be a problem for him in the past. And it's been a while since he's played Light and and you as well. I can't remember the last time you guys played. I played Sonics at like a 
what like a was it a CEO Dreamland or a CEO type of? I played him in, in a Florida event a while ago, and he he cleaned me up. But like, oh wow, we, we I feel like we've both like like I've three would him, he's three would me type of stuff. Uh, Wait, was it Smash World Tour Finals the last time you played him? I know you played. No, him that was like finals. that was like three sets ago. But okay, he beat okay. me at that one too. Um, and he did. He did too. It's like Luto. Uh, you give Sonics enough time, he did take that set off of light at uh, Momocon. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even though it's his character is one of the very few bad matchups he has, he's still a good enough player where he can make it work against the best yeah. represent the best representative of one of his worst matchups, if not straight up his worst matchup, maybe. I actually want to give a lot of props to Kamime today um, for a few reasons. One, I think his Sora is actually masterful. I think it's very, very good, and I really like watching it. Um and I also really respect his game plan. It really feels like he has a strategy all the time, and he's willing to do so many different things, stages, characters. He's willing to switch when he wins, switch when he loses. It looks like he is like very unshakable. I can't like say for sure what he's feeling, but his, I just really respect all the strategies he tries, and his gameplay is always amazing. Um he uses like a million characters every tournament. He uses me Brawler, he uses Sora, he uses uh Mega Man, he's used Wario in the past, he uses Sheik. Like he's amazing. Like he's just Yeah. He's just a badass, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, he's the goat. I, I like I'm very tempted to to play the game with that kind of approach in the future, in the near future. I might start doing that kind of thing. Not maybe not the same character. Like Sora? Not not characters, like like Freeze. very deliberate, like counter pick or like specific, Come on. specific characters for specific matchups in in players or whatever it may be. Like I'm very curious to start branching out into that kind of thing on, on my own. You know, Proto shows a little bit of, bit of this, but Kameme has like an even wider range of like deliberacy behind like the different things he does. Um, and I also played with Kamehame for like the first time ever this weekend, like in friendly Smash Brothers. Yeah. Oh, we really? Never... So never here's the rundown. We we never played in Smash Four in any capacity. In Ultimate, we have played I think one stock of a crew battle. <laughs> so we, we have just stock. never we have just never played, and we uh, hung out quite a bit. Like we we ate food together a few times. Blah blah blah. And I did play with him. So that's another, I guess, thing that I was grateful for. I thought that was a cool session. Like we we did like Diddy and Sephiroth versus Sora, so that was fun. Um, and I don't know there was a lot of funny moments. Like he he called Mega Man trash. Like I, I was calling Sephiroth trash, and like I was trying to get him to agree with me, and he like refused because he thought Sephiroth was good, which is funny. Um, nice. Uh, him and Ramen did like double chic and bracket, and it was just funny because they suffered i'm pretty sure uh but <laughs> yep yep yeah i i played with like so at one point it was like ramen uh kameme me i like i don't know it's just it's just a fun time um but yeah i just kameme is like just strategies i just think it's awesome yeah it's a well thought out game plan and actually something we needed to show out a little bit earlier is the patreon episode for today we'll be talking about oh, counter picks yeah. and how thoughtful uh, we are when it comes to counterpicking stages or characters or mm, yes, how yes. much thought and uh, how much of a process is there behind that thought process itself. So check out our Patreon, subscribe, and we'll be uploading that bonus content very soon for you. So 
Yeah. Shout out to Gummy go. for asking the question. So that's a whole other yeah. uh, oh, nice. Patreon yeah. tier. Gummy's so, a really uh, great supporter to the Patreon and to the show in general and always asks some some of our favorite questions. So we love you. getting questions from our patrons too. They very, very, very good questions come out from our patrons. Yeah. So if you want to ask us questions and get some long form content out of it, hit us up. Join yeah, the Patreon. Exactly. All right. So Gavin, do you want to go over your run? just your bracket run i know you de- i feel like you definitely ran into a bunch of unique matchups so you had to come in with a different mindset i feel like for sure yeah um gobble was pretty tough with all the tough matchups and i feel like uh this tournament wasn't even close in terms of on paper difficulty but uh my first match was against byleth and yoshi so those are favorable matchups for diddy so that was good my second match i played against uh, a Jigglypuff player. Um, and I actually really like that matchup as well. Um, it can be a little finicky. Um, like I, I've heard some Diddy players aren't too much of a fan of Puff or maybe sometimes they don't like Kirby. It's not like super similar matchups, but those are two things that come to mind that can be a, like surprisingly a little weird. I actually really like it. You can kind of play a little disrespectful and like forward air and monkey flip kick around and just be really hard to hit. And Jigglypuff is really light, so things like down tilt up smash are ridiculous. Like, so that went well. Um, and then my third match was against a Donkey Kong player, so that's also a really good matchup for Diddy. Like, really good. Um, so matchup wise, everything was was pretty good. And I think that's when I made it into best of five. So then I had one more best of five for that day. So I waited a few hours, played one more set, and then I was done. It was against um, a Kazuya player. And that's also a really good matchup for Diddy. And I was glad I got to at least play against Kazuya in some capacity because I had a lot of regrets um, against my set with Riddles, like stuff that I deliberately planned for the Kazuya matchup that I didn't really do in the moment. And I was kind of upset about that. And I, I thought I did it pretty well, or at least, you know, like really remembered and got to try things in a real match. Um, so I was done for the day. Um, but I, 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 I was worried cause, uh, once again, I couldn't tell if I was dealing with like, uh, a Crohn's disease flare up or if it, if I was getting like, if the food was catching up to me, just like unfamiliarity with the food and everything. Um, and I was just hoping I would be okay tomorrow, but it, it was like kind of off and on with like getting like worse and everything. And then so I barely made it to the venue on Sunday, um, but then I played Cloudy, and that, that was a really uh, a good matchup. I actually I feel like I played that really well. Like I, I just I've played against Aegis a million times. I've played against Sephiroth. I play Sephiroth myself. Um, I felt pretty locked in, and I wasn't sure. Like I was like, am I forcing this because I'm not feeling well, or am I actually like locked in? Like <laughs> I couldn't figure it out because y- y'all know how I am. It's like I'm always like testing myself and asking myself questions like about like how I'm feeling internally but yeah uh and then my next match was against Siski I was actually really excited um I lost to him the previous time and I felt like I had studied Diddy Samus a lot I like prepared a lot so I did lose that one game five uh it was really back and forth at some points it felt like I was getting destroyed at some points it felt like I was destroying him and then um by the time game five came around I kind of got bodied um 
Yeah, I was pretty disappointed at that point. I was like, "Damn, what should I do?" Because I, I I waited a few. Uh, actually, no, I think I immediately played Shattuck. So after that, I played Shattuck, and I was like, "Okay, this is this isn't no Diddy Samus. Like Diddy Corin is like perfectly reasonable." But I was a little sad. I was like, I was like, "Damn!" Like in my head, I was like, "I don't think I should be here." Kind of like arrogant. Like I feel like I should have maybe tried Sephiroth versus Siski. Maybe I would have won, kind of thing. But I, I beat Shattuck 3-0. There were some definitely some close calls though. Um and then then I waited for quite a bit. And um it felt like uh like uh I like my I was getting worse, like sickness wise, and at one point I was like, damn, should I even play? But I just played it out. And in my head I was like, I'm probably gonna lose relatively soon. I guess terrible as that sounds as a competitor but i was just kind of being honest with like my condition i played sky j and i actually thought i had some really sick moments in that set where i played really well i think i'm actually i feel like i'm pretty solid against incineroar as a as a player compared to a lot of the other top players right now i feel like i'm actually got a good handle on that matchup maybe some of it is just diddy being lit but (laughs) (laughs) i i feel like i'm pretty good versus incineroar i'm not gonna lie Carried um, by banana. You heard it here. First. I, I actually, it might be. I might low key be carried. <laughs> <laughs> for that, for that matchup specifically, having banana sounds. I think I'm pretty good at that matchup. Like I yeah, didn't ban I, any stages. Like I'm like you can go wherever. Like I felt like I was pretty good versus Cinderor. Yeah, not gonna lie. well, and not for nothing, but he has beaten like I don't imagine Cloud or Aegis is super fun for Cinderor to fight, and he's probably better Pro. than Diddy. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. still, it's like, <laughs> and I think Cinderor, it's where. You talk about good tournament characters. It's one of those things where the fear factor exists so much. You know what I mean? And with Diddy, you really don't have a lot of fear because you have Banana, which just beats that. So that helps out <laughs> a lot, I guess. Like at some yeah. point, you don't want to be scrapping with you don't want to be scrapping with Incineroar. And Diddy affords you that luxury. So I feel like Diddy also like uh, naturally is like not only is he great at getting grab, which gets is the easiest way to get rid of revenge, like damage wise, right? But um. Did he also like confirms into that grab like really easily? Mm-hmm. So it's like I can sacrifice damage to get rid of revenge, blah blah blah. Like I, I feel like there's a lot of strategies that are really good. Um but yeah, that that's just something I've never really chatted about. Like who I I can't tell how much of it's the matchup or like my opponent or like am I good versus Cinderor? But I was like, damn, I think I'm good versus Cinderor. I, I really think your do. play style complements like yeah. what you're supposed to do versus Incineroar. I think your general playstyle is already around that ballpark so it it yeah. i feel like you can play in your comfort zone and it works extremely well for yeah so. but i think i uh i think sky j is fantastic like i don't think incinor is the greatest Definitely. character so i think it's really impressive how consistent he is at top level and how well he does versus some of the best players i actually incinor is always, honestly one of my favorite characters too um i love pokemon he's a fun character i like i like that type of archetype i think it's a lot of fun so yeah, shouts to Sky J, and I'm sure like one day like there's gonna be this big change, and I'm gonna like get bodied or something. So we'll see. Uh, no one had him beating Spargo at Collision, so it could it could happen to yeah. anyone. Is what I like I there was say. a big there was a big spark there, and I've had like a like I th- I've, we've only played a few times, and this was like the smoothest time, and there was still like close calls. Like we, I've st- I've almost lost to him before. So it was game five at Summit, wasn't it? Exactly. Like yeah. It's, yeah. It's, that's why I have a hard time deciding. But I actually might. I think I I I, I will say I think I'm pretty good versus Incineroar. So 
Um, and then I uh, played Gluto. I feel like there was a couple moments where maybe I could have stolen a game, but I think I, I was pretty much done. It was kind of my like prediction a few hours earlier where I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it too much farther. Um, and I, I also really wanted him to like go as far as he could, like maybe even win the tournament. I just like, I love Wario. I love Gluto. Um, so, yeah, I didn't really get to tell him that or anything. I kind of just like immediately went to bed after losing. But um, I am very proud of his run, especially beating uh, T. I've never done that with Wario. Not that I've really tried but uh, that many times. But uh, I don't even know if I've tried much ever. But th- I think that's impressive. Like in my head, that sounds really impressive to me. Um, even Yoshi isn't that easy, honestly. Mm. Like, Yoshi's a weird one. I've played Mei Mei before a long time ago, and it was really tough, actually. Out of Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. I just realized that actually happened, and there's a reason behind me thinking it's tough. Um, And I think he's had a really good handle when it comes to playing against MKLeo, too. Um, He has recently, for sure. Joker Wario is really fucking bullshit <laughs> uh so shout outs to to gluto dude um and Olimar has been really tough for gluto since day one honestly like he's gone very back and forth with Olimar, so i'm not surprised that that's what stopped this run but fourth place is amazing and once again it's been a while since he was thrown in the mix and he really was in the mix so i'm really proud of gluto um but my Olimar is gonna beat you next time bro over bro yeah we're moving on from that like real quick Um, one two three four the last five times they played gluto has won one of those was at pound yeah Yeah. against leo currently five over the last five sets but that's not really fair because one of those sets was at pound where they went two and one so really it's it's seven and one really over the last you know a couple tournaments that they've had so that's really really good obviously i think a lot of people talk about my personal record with leo lately which is good but the matchup's also usually favorable for my character where with gluto it's just as impressive uh statistically but some of the time the matchup isn't even in his favor he doesn't care about matchups bro i think that's awesome He's just Wario. I don't know how Leo feels He's just about Wario. Wario Joker, but his job is just Wario. Yeah, <laughs> it's just crazy because even when you think about it, it's like, yeah, Joker Wario is probably a very fucked up matchup, but all the other matchups he has to go through, like Pac Man, yeah. Sonic, well, we talk about Tegudo, this all the time. He's yeah. probably just like Joker's like not too bad. <laughs> yeah, we don't even have the energy to hate Joker worse. Yeah, we don't have the energy for it. There's so much other things to hate. (laughs) He's fine now. We didn't. It's not like a natural acceptance, but we don't have the time for this. Yeah, dude. uh, (laughs) Gluto quote tweeted something or tweeted something um, about the accusations of being carried by Waft, and to me, that is just absolutely. I saw that ridiculous. Gluto's tweet was so funny. (laughs) Like the picture, he's like pick related. (laughs) Like, oh my god! But it was a. it's just funny to think about like people complaining about Wario. It just takes me back to like year one of Ultimate, where it's like, oh my god, people are getting carried by Wario, and that's when Wario was at his strongest. Obviously, um, like the first year of Ultimate, everyone in Japan had pocket Wario's and stuff like that. But yep. to make yep. Wario work now, you that is the complete opposite of being. I'm gonna carried. be. I'm gonna say something, bro. Oh no, I don't like that pocket Wario thing. 
Because a oh, lot of these players were Brawl Wario players, and Wario's just good again. It still counts. It's just... <laughs> Wario has... There has never been anyone on this planet carried by Wario at a high level. Ever. Oh. I can think of one guy. <laughs> Except me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one dude that, like, camps really hard. I can think of one guy who wasn't a brawl vet who got carried by Wario. <laughs> Except me <laughs> oh man but yeah Mario is awesome dude yeah wario rules you know preacher like why well, i like that character a lot man this, yeah. this tournament had so many different storylines and another thing that's been pissing me off on twitter lately is everyone talking shit to mk leo like put some fucking what's up with that on my bro, guy bro I that's see, insane i didn't really see this everyone talking shit he got fifth at this fucking tournament is this the same as usual or is this worse it's like worse for some reason. It's I don't know weirdly why. worse. Yeah, which weird. is weird. Dude, I'm low key lucky that is it. It's not happening to me. I got fucking nine. He's taking the hits for you, bro. Secret Service. He's jumping <laughs> away. Down, bro. Luminosity, baby. <laughs> All right, sure. I'll take. Well, I guess uh, I did. I guess it's actually worse to be forgotten. <laughs> no, it's not that you're forgotten. <laughs> I think people knew that you were kind of going through it. Like, I don't know if you were doing something on stage or whatever. Because I we'll talk about this later. But I was at my own tournament that day, so I couldn't watch a lot live. So I had to go back and watch the VODs. But people were like just concerned about you. Whereas with Leo, they're just being assholes. The hardest thing is I I can't tell for sure if it was like my reaction to the food or if it was Crohn's or like, like, so I can't, I just was sick. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like, yeah, related to food. Jeez, bro. I put it together. I'm a detective. It was like, like, the cheese was so delicious. I ate so much of it. Also, I have Crohn's disease. And I like did like the, like the Zach Galifianakis, like math in front of my face. Oh, nice. I think I figured out what happened That sounds difficult to figure out. You you were defeated by cheese. Yeah. It happens to the best of us. Uh, But the crazy thing about the Leo talk is I said this too. I said this to Phil because we were also talking about it to EE. I was like, Low key, it's a compliment because they're saying you didn't win the tournament, so you're underperforming. You know what I mean? Like his the expectations for Leo are you don't win the tournament, you fucking suck. And that yeah. second part is the part that people need to work on. He obviously <laughs> is still really, We're really, really there. good at the game. Yeah, exactly. You're That's not what I human. think. You're almost yeah. human. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, dude, he got fifth at a really, really, really competitive tournament, only being outplaced by Gluto, Shuton on an amazing day, Sonics and Spargo. Like he's still right in the conversation, you yeah. know. And and the it's thing is, ridiculous. Leo's one of the nicest people I've I know. ever met, and just even his public image, he's really nice. He's humble. Like he's one Love of the Leo. best. Like he's one of the best person that could have been the top, like our top player for you know five yeah, six years, like from from the last game to this game, and you know yeah. for like had a streak. Four, like I mean, what five or six years long being the best player through multiple smash games one of the best players we could have had as the best player to represent our game and then yeah. people treat it like this it's like I've actually fucked up and makes me very mad i'm very grateful that he has been like a a face of the smash community for yeah sure absolutely dude he only lost a sparkle and gluto like is that washed that's washed for him good for him yeah, i wish i was fucking washed smokes, damn bro. holy shit <laughs> See Which me I was That's my only L's. <laughs> You're I lose trash. a Gluto and Spargo. I fucking suck. Well, I got news for you. <laughs> like, everyone sucks. Yeah. Jesus. Thanks anyway. for taking the take taking the hits, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, what a god. What a nice <laughs> They're guy. They're not calling me washed. 
<laughs> my god i mean they might the they, they might be they might now you, in the now shadows you, you summoned it now this is your yeah, this no. is on you now even leo yeah. can't save you now Shit. twitter's gonna um, get your ass next tournament <laughs> the one thing yeah. one last thing and I'll, I'll make this quick because it's not like a huge event or anything but i thought this was cool so i didn't go to smash factor which sucked because you guys were just sending me pictures of your food which is really thanks guys like really appreciate that <laughs> uh, great uh, yeah that's what i saw and heard uh i will have to get out to a smash factor um, at some point in life, I really, really want to go. But I went to um, the New England Smash Invitational, which was in Connecticut, uh, Einfield, Connecticut, Einfield, Connecticut, um, on Sunday, and it was a great event. That it was, it was like Summit style, where New England had invited some players, and there were qualifiers at local regionals and stuff like that, and then there were vote-ins too, and like merch and all that good stuff. So they really did like an Invitational. They've been working on it since like March of this year, or like Q1 this year. Um, and they invited me to come and commentate and I was really happy to do that. And I just spent, it was the thing I want to talk about is how it was so nostalgic for me because I don't really go to regional events anymore. Um, I just, I'm usually gone on weekends at majors or doing other things. Um, so I thought it was really nice. They invited me first off and second off, it was really nostalgic because I drove for like two hours to get to the venue. Like I carpooled with Mars. It was like a stroll down memory lane. Like we carpooled, it took like two hours to get there and then like two hours to get back. And I got home at like two in the morning on a Sunday and I, or well, it was Monday at that point and I had work the next day. So I was like driving home, like listening to podcasts at like one in the morning. I'm like, Holy shit. I haven't done this in like five years. Like I, I this is like back when Charles definitely remembers this is like, I'm on the grind type commentary, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm, I'm out until like, I got to do what I got to do. I'm out until two in the morning on a work night. I'm casting and stuff just cause I wanted to, I don't know. It felt good. And it was really nice to connect with the new England scene. Um, since shines coming up and just like, Kind of just familiarizing myself with everyone again. It's just it's just been a while. So shout outs to the, the entire team at New England Smash Invitational. Great VODs. Mars played. He won. He didn't drop a set. Uh, DM, uh, who's a nasty player from New England and has been for a long time. His character roster is so fucked up. Uh, his lineup is Pikachu, Aegis, and Steve. Amazing. Well, I don't know why more people don't have that lineup because yeah. it's exceptional. It's ridiculous. It's like picture perfect. Yeah, it is. There's not a weak point on there. And then Pelka got third. Um, who? I mean, he's he's number one at Mass right now. Like he's playing amazing. Really good snake player. Like a brawl vet snake player too. I he's played just... against Pelka in Toronto. So not this weekend, yep. but the weekend before. Yeah, he's he's great. And I just wanted to shout out the New England scene in that tournament and. Yeah, uh, RJ too had came out and saved the event with his production. So shout out to RJ for sure. Uh, RJ, bro. Collision TO and a yeah. lot of other things as well. Like RJ just does a ton. So shout out to everyone who made that event possible, and shout out to Mars because we had a great time carpooling for the seriously the first time in like five years. It was really it's, cool. It's kind of nice to carpool once in a while. I feel like B and yeah. I also carpool like once a, a year, and we like usually have the choice. We kind of just talked about this before we did the podcast, but yeah, sometimes I'll have a choice between flying and carpooling, and we'll actively choose carpooling just because it's different and we haven't done it in a while. So, dude, you put some good music on or a pod, good funny podcast, and it's it's all good, man. Yep, it's great. Yeah, so it was, dude. It, it like it really down, brought me like, back. It was crazy. I really. When's the last time you did that, Charles? You know, like what the heck? I'm about to do it this coming weekend. <laughs> oh, for Evo. No. Wow, we really did get sent back but to I, the Stone Age. I do remember doing a lot of carpools, especially to NorCal for any regionals, especially back in Smash 4. I yep. went up to yep. NorCal 
a lot, a lot. And I would either catch a bus up there or take a carpool up there or even going to Vegas, the Vegas scene as well to, for a bunch of regionals just all over the West Coast, especially during Smash 4. So it it definitely brings me back. The the SoCal NorCal one is rough, though. It's like a seven, eight hour drive. That, one, that one's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to no listen to some, uh, to some lights out, bro. Lights out. Yeah, and Tweet Talks is back to back, dude. We got to do a crossover episode. That's something we're talking about at uh, Watch the Throne, which would be yeah. cool. crossover episode. Um, what was the other thing, Charles? Oh, like how Charles snuck in there. He's going to Evo, by the way. He's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm going to Evo this weekend. I was like, you ever drive to a regional? Charles goes, yeah, I'm going to Evo this weekend. Wait oh, a minute. Yeah, I'm, driving there. I'm, I'm driving there. I'm driving there. Carpool. It's a, me it, and e. Technically, yes. <laughs> me, E, hopefully, Bam joins us as well. Uh, we'll bam. see. We'll see. Bammy. I'm I'm excited. Uh, Bam and I are entered in the Street Fighter tournament. Oh, you uh, entered? Yeah, I, I mean for sure. I like I've yeah. been practicing a decent amount of Street Fighter. Uh, I'm not expecting to go really far, but I just want to be a part of a the historic history. FGC event. Yeah. That's super cool, man. I did you love spectating uh, Street Fighter slash like other FGCs ever since I was you know in middle school or whatnot so Same. it's really cool to see it grow to the point it has now and to also have the pleasure of being able to be a part of the tournament too nice did you know i entered i'm not going obviously but i entered marvel just so they'd have one more person that was entering like i paid to enter and all that stuff obviously i'm not going to go there it's just gonna be a dq but i still did it for gonna, very similar reasons you. i'm gonna text that, you friday oh, dude, or whenever dude, it's i'm gonna be like dude where are you man you're gonna they get need- dq'd Dude, they're Nova. calling your name. No one can play Nova, Iron Man, and Doom like me. I just got to say. It is okay, I'll, it is. can I take your spot? I'll yeah, sure. they don't find out. You can do that, yeah. I, I don't think they care, Charles, is the way I'm going to put it to you. <laughs> I think it, it could just be a DQ, too. You know? What if someone you. What if someone like snitches on me that listens to the podcast? I'm like, hey, watch out for hey, hey. that. <laughs> has they're me. like, well he, got, well, he got smoked in four seconds anyway. <laughs> that game That's is probably- so hard, dude. Yeah, I don't I know if I want to enter. His name was Hazmat. I asked if I asked them if Ken ruled, and they said no. Yeah, that's a, that's an easy test. I know, like all my security questions, like to get yeah. does Ken rule? Like sweating. <laughs> not, I'm not sure. With you. <laughs> if you actually have security questions like that, that would be so. That would be so really funny. funny. What is your squad strike five v five lineup? <laughs> it's so good. My squad strike five v five is so funny. <laughs> Simon, Richter, Ken, Ryu, Kazuya, Terry, which either way, usually Terry. Yeah, and then you got some floaters. Like, you have you have a lot of options on. <laughs> Just the, the four of them, Simon, Simon, Richter, Ken, Ryu is so funny. Two Belmonts, right. three Ryus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, three Ryus. Three Bro. Kens. Hat Ken. Man. I'm, I'm really excited for Evo. Evo's going to be, obviously, like, insane wait. and historic. And even... Uh, I'm really excited for Watch the Throne. I know we talked about it earlier, but even I know when we first put out the trailer at Gommel, everyone was like, oh, why, why'd you have a proto over Mia and stuff like that? And it, it was really hard to <coughs> come up with this invited player list. Even players like Sonics, we felt like, you know, should be just added in and stuff like that. So yeah. it was hard to just have eight players and... We, we tried to spread it out via region, which also sucks because we didn't like Riddles was another player. And, you know, Riddles, Big D, um, just we didn't have any uh, Canadian representation either. But I'm very faithful that those players will qualify through the qualifying spots or will be able to get voted in. But it was it was a tough list to come up with. But I think the list yeah. we got, um, I'm very happy with. And I'm particularly 
very, very excited to see how Bloom does in this tournament because Bayo yeah. has been making a lot of strides in the meta, you know, four and, or five years in, which is just wild to hear. <laughs> and me, Brawler, weirdly, too, like it has, is definitely getting closer and closer to being like super meta relevant. I feel like he's he's, he's kind of there, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, they, I mean, it's it's weird that those two had that opinion because it's like, wait, there's got to be something has to be right here. You know what I mean? Like if they're both right. saying it, there has to be some truth to what's going on with me, Brawler. Um, the other thing I was going to say too, is the, why my favorite thing about watch the throne is, uh, it's at Guildhouse, which is in my opinion, one of the best venues in the country and has been underutilized uh, for a long time. It's, it's most known for being the Genesis pre-local, which is amazing every year, like so good, but now it's going to be like a proper, you know, invitational space, which would be awesome. Um, and yeah, so Tell a f- here's what I want you to do, listeners. We don't ask a lot from you, but tell a friend about uh, Watch the Throne this weekend because yes, we really want it to do well. We dropped the ball in the marketing, so don't tell anyone that. But tell a friend about it this weekend. We want everyone talking about it, being ready for it when it comes around, when voting's coming up and stuff. It's gonna be hype. It's gonna be an amazing tournament. So, and you yeah. know what? We'll we'll <coughs> I'll add just a little extra announcement. Just, just a little. Uh-oh. So we haven't announced this yet, but we are planning to have spectators there. So if you're in NorCal and you want to spectate this in person, well, you can look forward to that because we really do want that. Again, this is, you know, by the community, for the community. And we always thought that, you know, events like Summit were amazing, but it it was very hard to spectate it in person. You know, it was just uh, very expensive for the past and stuff like that and traveling and all that stuff obviously adds on to that. But um, I think the venue that we're working with is really going to allow us to have, you know, spectator passes. And yeah, I'm just really excited to have that kind of event, but with, you know, like a a summit like event, but definitely different twists. So it's not one-to-one, right? Yeah. And I think that is the one thing like summit, it was so nice because it was such a a small group of people, right? Like there were some VIPs and stuff, but it was mostly just players in in production and and whatever. And Guildhouse, like you said, it will allow us to have more spectators there, which is cool. And you better pick up a pass quick because they're going to sell it like the evil ones. They're going to go like super quick. You better be ready, chat. You better be ready, chat. That's all I got to say. So just just a little spice for you guys, a little little spice. But make sure to make sure to, you know, let let everyone know. And I mean, even every when you look at everyone involved, like uh, Red Bull, you know, there's yeah. Tweet Talks, Lights Out, Smash University. These are all community-driven platforms, right? So I'm extremely excited for this event, and we are putting in a lot of work to make sure this event's going to be amazing. So I can't wait. Me neither. Um, I think that just about wraps up this week's episode, aside yeah. from yeah. Patreon. We're going to get into the Patreon bonus topic. We're going to be talking about counterpicking and the thought process that goes into that but uh thank you so much for watching this week bye thank you see you